What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Sup Guys podcast. As always, this is your host, Reed Gilson, ready to get into NFL season. This past weekend was a fun weekend because there was a lot of football being played. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and even a couple Sunday. All those preseason games finally starting. I love watching them, kind of see all the upcoming talent. And then also you get I saw there's a lot of starting quarterbacks actually playing this week, which was really cool to see. Justin Fields, of course, I'm going to talk about the Bears. He got to play. He started the game, and Derek Carr played. And there was a bunch of actual QB1s who played quite a bit this weekend. So luckily, there was no big injuries or anything from any key players. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. I definitely watched a lot of football. I'm excited for it. A few more weeks, and then, hey, we got we got the season right around the corner. I love it. I'm ready for this football season. I'm ready for fall. It's just a vibe, man. It's a vibe. Want to start out, there's been some big – there's been some free agents getting on some teams here. Starting out, Ezekiel Elliott. He finally found a team. It's going to be weird seeing Ezekiel Elliott play for the New England Patriots. They just signed him to a one-year $6 million deal. I think it would be a great veteran presence in their backfield. They they already have some decent running backs, so it just kind of just gives them a little bit more depth. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott is really what he used to be back in the day, but I still think he shows some flashes of potential and some talent. Another guy getting on a team, Kareem Hunt. Running back Kareem Hunt and linebacker Anthony Barr both going to the New Orleans Saints. Those are two huge pickups for the Saints. Definitely Kareem Hunt, he's going to be a big presence there. I think Hunt's got a lot of talent. I mean, he was just stuck behind Nick Chubb on the Browns' backfield, and I don't think the Browns utilized him like they should have. So seeing Kareem Hunt get some opportunity there in New Orleans, I'm excited for it. Uh, Of course, Alvin Kamara is still there, but he's, as everyone heard, he's on a three-game suspension to start the season out. He played in this first preseason game, but once the regular season starts, he's got to sit out three weeks. So Kareem Hunt, during those three weeks, he's going to get a lot of game time. It's going to be him and then uh, Jamal Williams. That's going to be a great one-two punch. I, I love that backfield. It's going to be, one, my opinion, it's going to be one of the better backfields in the entire league, when, especially once Alvin Kamara comes back. Because Alvin Kamara, you know, he can go out and run routes. And then Jamal Williams, he's just a bruiser. And then Kareem Hunt, he can do just about anything. So them three together, I think, is just a great three-headed monster behind your quarterback. The Saints picking up Anthony Barr as well. He's a great linebacker. He's getting older, but he's still a great veteran presence to have in your defense. So that's a great pickup right there. But Saints in general, I can see them being a very dangerous team this year. The New Orleans Saints, of course, they got Michael Thomas and Chris Olave as wide receivers. And then, like I just said, Jamal Williams, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, and running backs. And then Derek Carr as quarterback. So I think that's a huge upgrade from last season. I think their offense is going to be very, very dangerous. And Derek Carr, watching him play and just seeing the way he's been carrying himself, he's out for revenge. He's he's really out for revenge. He's out to prove everybody that he's still a QB1. He still deserves to be a starter in this league. And the Raiders, he's he's out to show the Raiders that they screwed up for getting rid of him. I I truly believe that he is ready to 
avenge himself. So I'm excited to see it. I've always been a big Derek Carr fan. I think he's definitely underrated and a great quarterback. So I'm excited to see what the Saints do. I will definitely be paying attention to them more this season than I did last season. But, hey, we'll see what happens. The other big news that just happened, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, of course, no longer Viking, became free agent. He just signed with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Huge. They're saying Aaron Rodgers is the main reason for it. He talked him into coming to the Jets. And Dalvin Cook, he's going to be a great presence there for the Jets. Great veteran presence behind Brees Hall. Him and Brees Hall, they're going to be a great one-two punch there as well. Brees Hall has a lot of talent. I think I had him on my fantasy team last year. was just throwing up points for me. He's He's amazing, but then, of course, he got injured last season and was out for the rest of the year after the first couple weeks. So if Brees Hall can get back to what he was when he started the season out last year, and then you got Dalvin Cook right behind him, and Brees Hall stays healthy, that's going to be an amazing backfield right there. So, hey, I'm all for it. I think it's going to be great. Dalvin Cook, it's just going to be really cool to see see him on a, in a different jersey. It's going to be weird. The only concern I have is, like I said, Brees Hall getting hurt again. And then also Dalvin Cook. He's fought a lot of injuries while he's been in the league. But he's overcome all of them. So, hey, let's, let's see. With him not being the number one back quite – with him not being quite the number one back with Brees Hall being in the backfield with him, I think it'll help because they'll save him on reps. He won't be getting hit as much. So Dalvin Cook, I think, will have a better chance of staying healthy, which would be great for their offense. And then, of course, the Jets, they just look like a whole new team. With Aaron Rodgers there, I think they're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC East. But the AFC East, they're going to be one of the better divisions in the league again. I mean, you got the Bills, you got the Dolphins, and then, of course, the Jets, and then you got the Patriots. And honestly, it's weird to, it's weird to say, but I think the Patriots are still going to be one of the uh, bottom one of the bottom teams in that division this year, unless they can turn things around. But I think they're still going through some QB controversy, trying to figure out if they want to go Bailey Zappi or if they want to end up going Mac Jones. After watching this preseason game this past weekend, I'm excited because old Louisville quarterback Malik Cunningham, he got signed by New England Patriots this offseason, and he got some playing time in the first preseason game and scored a touchdown. I mean, he looked great. I mean, he didn't play a whole lot, but hey, he was the quarterback that got the touchdown of the game, and he he just looked good out there. He looked like another Lamar Jackson almost, just scrambling around. And I'm all for it. I would love to see Malik Cunningham get into that QB conversation for the New England Patriots. I would love to see him get in the league, have three Louisville quarterbacks in a league, only two really starting though, but his Teddy Bridgewater, he's, uh, he's the next guy I was going to talk about. He just signed with the Detroit Lions, which I think is a great depth piece. Teddy Bridgewater, he's shown he can be very successful in the NFL. He's not quite QB1 caliber. He's right on the fringe, in my opinion. But being right behind Jared Goff there, I think they're both very – there's a lot of talent there in that QB room now with Jared Goff and then Teddy Bridgewater right behind them. So that way, honestly, if Jared Goff goes down – 
I don't think they'll miss a beat, the Detroit Lions, with Teddy Bridgewater. I wish the Bears would have looked at him. Me being a big Bears fan, I would have loved to see Teddy Bridgewater right behind Justin Fields. I think that'd be great, but happy for him. Glad he got to deal with the Detroit Lions. He definitely deserves to be on a team and be playing somewhere in the NFL. Teddy Bridgewater's got a lot of talent and just an amazing person and amazing teammate just to have on a team. But going back to the Jets, I've been seeing some stuff about how, you know, there's always been that conspiracy theory that the NFL is scripted and staged. I don't believe it personally, but I have seen some rumors out there. And I saw something on Twitter the other day about somebody saying that they believe if it is scripted, they will script it where Aaron Rodgers... And the New York Jets will make it to the Super Bowl this year. And then after this amazing preseason game and the way the Bears offense looked, the Bears will make the Super Bowl this year. And it will be Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers will beat the Bears one more time to prove that he truly owns the Chicago Bears and then will retire after this season. To me, it's crazy. It would be a really cool story story for Aaron Rodgers' side because he's always kind of owned the Bears. I hate to say it. I love the Bears, but Aaron Rodgers just, he knows how to beat them. Seeing him go out that way would be a cool send-off to him get his second Super Bowl and then beat the Bears at the same time. That would be really cool, but I don't see it happening because the Jets, they already said they didn't want to sign Aaron Rodgers if he only wanted to play one more year. So I can see Aaron Rodgers being in the league another at least five years or so. So I don't see it happening. And honestly, I'm I'm a more realistic Bears fan. The Bears looked great in preseason week one. But and all these new additions, which I'll get into it here in a minute, really have helped the team and made them a lot better. But the Bears still have a long way to go. I can see him going nine and eight, maybe squeaking into the playoffs, have a winning record this year, which would be phenomenal. I'd love it. But I still think they have another two years or so until we have a chance to even get into that caliber to make it to the Super Bowl. I would love to be proved wrong. I would love to see them in the Super Bowl this year. But to me, I'm I try to be as realistic as possible. I just don't see it happening quite yet. But hey. Let's see what happens. Like I said, Justin Fields, preseason week one. The whole Bears offense in general looked great, looked way different from the past few years. The offense looked like they knew what they were doing, and there was actually some sort of strategy behind it, which was great. Uh, Justin Fields, he didn't play too much, but he played a few drives. He started the game, which was really cool to see. He played a, f- a couple drives. He went three for three passing. Of course, only throw three passes because he didn't play much. But with those three passes, he threw two touchdowns, and he had 129 yards total for the game, which is great. Those are those are great stats for only throwing three passes. So, heck yeah, Justin. Love seeing it. He is definitely one of the most hated quarterbacks for some reason, but I think it's just because he's on the Bears. I feel like the Bears don't always get the love that they – deserve sometimes but Justin Fields he's definitely gonna be one of those sleeper quarterbacks who end up being I think he's gonna be a top 10 quarterback this season I would love to see it and I I truly think he will he's got the talent and he's finally got those pieces around him 
just talk going into the Bears, the Bears offense and defense, but the whole team in general has just made a bunch of upgrades this offseason. I mean, you're looking at the wide receiver room, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, and then a big addition from the draft, Tyler Scott. He's a really small guy, but he's got a lot of talent at wide receiver. And Randy Moss was even talking him up a week or two ago, saying that he sees him having a lot of potential after watching him in college and can see him really just being a very – just being one of the most – one of the better receivers in the entire league. So Tyler Scott, we'll see what happens as he comes up. So that's a great, just way more improved wide receiver room from last year. Because last year you had Darnell Mooney, Dante Pettis, EQ, which EQ's on the team this year. And he's a great, great, great run blocker, but EQ's not quite, doesn't have it all. Um, But a way more improved with DJ Moore and Chase Claypool and Tyler Scott. Um, still have Darnell Mooney as well. He's coming back after his injury. Then tight end room, Bears really upgraded. Of course, they got Cole Komet, signed him to a four-year, $50 million contract. Big contract for him. So he's got to prove it again this year and really step it up with getting all this money. But they stole Robert Tanyan and Mercedes Lewis from the Green Bay Packers. Gonna be weird to see them in Bears jerseys, but hey, I'm all for it. I'm excited. Uh, apparently, Robert Tanyan grew up a big Chicago Bears fan, so it's like his dream, is what he said. So really, good. it's gonna be cool to see them paired up with Cole Komet. Then running back room, of course, you got Khalil Herbert still. Uh, Dave Montgomery's gone. He's on the Lions now. I, it was sad, but I think it was the best. I think it was the right move. So I'm not too beat up about it. They have, of course, Khalil Herbert. Then they signed Dante Foreman from the Panthers, which he had a great year with the Panthers last year. I mean, he put up numbers close to David Montgomery. So, I mean, to me, we lost David Montgomery, but we gained a David Montgomery. So that's great. Dante Foreman shows a lot of potential. I've always liked him since he's been in the league. He's jumped around on a few teams, but really he's either been injured or just not given the opportunity. So I'm excited to see him, them, Give him some opportunity this year, and he's just a big dude. I mean, I would love to see him just be very successful. And then third person, Roshan Johnson just drafted from Texas. He flashed a lot in the week in preseason game this past weekend. Roshan Johnson, they said they're starting to give him some more um, starting reps, which is great with the starting offense in practice. So see what can happen. I think Roshan Johnson's got a lot of potential there. So I think they're just trying to tap into it and see what it is. Um, but, yeah, the, I feel like the Bears got a great running back room. It's going to be very underrated because they got a lot of guys. They got a couple guys that are not quite the biggest names in the NFL, but they're guys that can get stuff done. So I think it's going to be great behind Justin Fields. And, of course, you know Justin Fields, he can get around on his feet as well. So it's not going to be as much pressure on the running backs. And then also this offseason – to back up Justin Fields, they picked up P.J. Walker from Carolina as well. P.J. Walker, as you've seen, he came from the USFL. Great player. He has a similar playing style to Justin Fields. So Fields goes down for any reason, they shouldn't really miss a beat. I mean, P.J. Walker's not quite as good as Justin Fields, but a same playing style. So as long as you get the offense still moving, we're good. Going to be fun to watch. I'm excited. It's going to be a really fun year in the NFL. Thank <laughs> you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. As always, this is your host, Reed Gilson. Appreciate everybody tuning in. If you could, follow our social medias, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Threads. And it's at SUP Guys Podcast. That's at SUP Guys Podcast. Also, tell your friends about us and have them tune in. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So all the four major podcasting apps. So check us out today. Tell your friends about us. And I really appreciate it. Hope you all have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. See you guys.